Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. I just finished up a workout I'm in my tank top there. Um, but I, I think a lot, uh, I love uh, to talk about nutrition because it's really key. I do a lot with fitness, of course. I do triathlons and running, but um, protein is something, it's kind of big now. We talk a lot about protein, but I think people sometimes overdo protein because of that. So I did want to disseminate some of the myths or help you understand what's a proper amount of protein to get and maybe why you shouldn't overdo protein. I do want to talk about good sources of protein as well. Um, so, but I do want to start with a disclaimer. <laughs> I am not a dietitian. I'm not a registered dietitian. Um, but I, my degree is in community health education. I have dual minors in um, chemistry and nutrition. So I do have a lot of background in nutrition. But, you know, if you're needing specific things for your needs, I definitely would recommend a registered dietitian. You will know it's not a nutritionist. It's not the same thing. They have an RD behind their name. I have a lot of friends that are registered dietitians. And I respect them a lot. Um, but I do want to say that I've also had a lot of my friends that are dietitians uh, call me and ask me about my experience with nutrition too, because I think experience matters. And I have been an athlete for 30 years now, mostly endurance. Endurance running is where I started. Um, I've been a coaching endurance athletes for 19 years. Um, I also do a lot with weight loss. So that's kind of the angle I'm taking it. I also have a lot of experience with education when it comes to um, diabetes so and weight loss. So those are kind of my things. Thank you for joining. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from. But I do think experience is valuable. And that's why I've had a lot of my dietitian friends call me. I've even had a consult with many of their clients because of my experience in this. So that's the angle that I'm taking this and I do want to emphasize the value of nutrition. It's absolutely important. You cannot exercise away bad nutrition. And oh no, we're coming off the hills of like Halloween. So um, I want to emphasize that even more. It's important to eat healthy. Can we have some treats? Sure. But today we'll mostly be focusing on, of course, protein. So before I teach you how to calculate protein for yourself, I want to talk about sources of protein. Um, and I think where some of the myths come from. I know people that maybe aren't as familiar with nutrition, they get on this protein bandwagon and they often supplement with a lot of different protein products. And I just wanna remind you that health, this is like a multi-million dollar, billion dollar um, business for all these supplement companies. And so I'm a believer that eat, you should eat simple and that you should eat real food and you should eat things like from your garden as much as possible so whole foods that kind of thing and that's the angle i want to take it because i think you can find everything in nature that you that you should be eating so i think when when we think of protein the first thing we think of is meat and i i tend to promote a little more vegetarian lifestyle a little more a little less meat a little less dairy a lot more of the fruits and vegetables so i do want to cover that so if you're trying to maybe eliminate some of those things from your diet there are great ways you can get protein and higher iron sources through fruit and vegetables i'm a big believer in that and, and for your overall health it really is good to have more of those sources so so kind of keep that in mind um really where these myths start is i think teenage boys i've got a teenage boy at home i don't know if you do thumbs up if you do 
Um, and they want a mu muscle build. And I've got one son particularly that really wants to do muscle building. And I've taught him things that he can do in his diet without getting crazy with supplements um, to promote muscle growth. And so I wanted to touch bef before I help you calculate what you need on how to maintain lean muscle. Well, first you need to grow it. You need to exercise. Um, but with my weight loss clients, I teach them to eat regular meals. You've probably heard this before, but eating small regular meals is gonna be important. I think timing matters on what you're eating. Staying hydrated, hydration is part, muscle is, part of muscle is water. If you don't drink water, you're not building muscle. Um, and then to have good quality proteins in your diet. There's that misconception that, oh, if I eat meat, I'm going to make muscle. That's not true. You're going to break it down and then it has to rebuild. And sometimes if we have way too much protein in our diet, you know, coming from the organic chemistry background, and if you look at the molecules, the real difference is the nitrogen. But if you have too much nitrogen, it really overloads the kidneys. And you know, you've seen, I've heard of young boys that are overdoing protein that end up in the hospital because their kidneys are failing. So don't overdo it. And that's why I think it's so important to learn how to calculate it for yourself. I um, mean, it might be less than you think it is, but I will tell you that um, endurance runners and um, bodybuilders need more protein than the average person. And I'm going to tell you what that is. Um, back to maintaining lean muscle tissue. So timing of what you're eating, small regular meals, and good quality protein. What is quality protein? Uh, let me define what quality protein is and then what complete proteins are. And they're different, of course. To me, quality proteins are something that's going to give you a lot of bang for your buck. So when we talk about a quality protein, quality proteins are in your things like vegetables. Um, and what's so great about protein in vegetables is that you're getting very little amount of calories for um, all this great nutrients that you're getting in the food. So that's a very good way to go in terms of nutrient density. Um, and good sources of protein when it comes to vegetarian or eating uh, more vegetarian would be like broccoli. Your leafy greens are also gonna be higher in iron. So spinach. Um, another thing that's really good for um, getting a lot of protein i'm a big i love nuts like you already eat right i'm a total nut i love nuts nuts and seeds together make a complete protein so you've got quality proteins and you've got um, complete proteins a complete protein is something that has all the essential amino acids there's nine essential amino acids i could list them all histidine, you know histine and all those but we don't need to know exactly what they are it doesn't matter what you need to understand is that the, the pro, there are some amino acids that have to be eaten in the diet. You don't get it. That's why it's needed. It's essential. Those nine essential amino acids can be found in a lot of these um, vegetable sources. So that's going to be really good. Soy is another good source. Um, nuts and seeds together are considered a complete protein. Complete cr proteins have those nine essential um, amino acids. So that's what I mean when I say complete. Um, I actually have chickens and we eat eggs. I am an egg eater. So that has night. That is one of the most complete proteins as well. So, um, but you also get other things with that cholesterol. That's usually, that's not really a problem for me, but some people it could be, you actually produce enough of that cholesterol. Ooh, that's a whole nother periscope. Let's get back. We'll stay on this topic. So yeah, essential amino acids, getting those, that has to be done in the diet. And so you need to be eating, you know, 
your fruits and vegetables. Let me give you some other, I did write them down because I don't want to forget. Um, oh, so nuts and seeds. So nuts being, I think almonds are probably one of the better nuts. Um, you got to be careful with nuts, maybe if you're allergic to nuts, but they do have a lot of calories. So you've got to weigh it out just because they're healthy. I mean, water's healthy, but you can overdo that and actually cause problems. It takes a lot, but you can. Um, another good source of protein would be legumes and beans. I love beans. I put beans on my salads a lot because I love salad, but thanks for joining. Um, but sometimes it just, I don't, now I'm eating like every 30 minutes because it's not enough. It doesn't have enough in it to keep me, keep me, my satiety down. So I will often put um, like kidney beans, just canned kidney beans. Um, we usually rinse them off, get rid of that kind of sodium. And then um, that, that's a good way to get some more um, it also has iron in it, so more protein and more iron. Other legumes would be like lentils, things like that. Um, lentils are awesome to make, like Taco Tuesday, put some lentils in there, avocados, those kind of, you know, fruits and vegetables, those kind of things, and that's yummy. So good. Um, okay, so other sources, oh, I don't want to forget, that's why I wrote them down. Uh, so spinach is a good one. Oh, hemp, hemp is really good. Um, you can buy hemp hearts and put them on salad. That's really good. I often put sunflower seeds on salad, so that's in boosting your protein, and, uh, and it improves your iron as well. Uh, chia seeds. Seeds are like kind of a big deal now. Um, black beans are one of my favorites, too. Uh, cauliflower, mushrooms. Mushrooms are high in, high in zinc, too. Helps with body and tissue repair. Kale is a good one. You know, I think a lot of people don't know how to use some of these things, so... I do have Pinterest boards that I've collected recipes on. I have a vegan one. I have a vegetarian one. If you're not sure, that is such an easy way to get really easy, easy recipes. If you follow me on Facebook yesterday, I posted a one pan. Uh, it has like cumin and quinoa. Quinoa is a great, great grain and it has a lot of good protein in it. So quinoa, if you haven't used that before, I actually have a recipe on my website, blonderunner.com and that, that's quinoa is actually really good. My kids call it birdseed, but we'll make salads with it. It's really good. Um, yeah, mushrooms, high in zinc, I already told you that one. Parsley, actually. Not that we're going to eat a bunch of parsley, but every little thing is, is great. Those are great garnishes. Eat the garnish. <laughs> um, cucumbers, green peppers, cabbage, tomato. See, all those all those fruits and vegetables, they're, they're high in protein. And um, yeah, you have to eat a higher quantity, but you're also getting less calories, so it works. Um, so how do you calculate the protein needs for you? So we've got a comment here, eating high quality protein, such as meat, fish, eggs, dairy, or soy within two hours of exercise. Yes, and you know what? I would even up that more, and I'd even say within a half hour. And I do cover that in post-race nutrition um, that I, I did a clip on, and I agree. Definitely, I think a lot of people don't want to eat right after they exercise. They burned all those calories, but you'll improve recovery if you can get it in within a half hour. Usually a carb-protein combination, they usually say one um, gram of protein to three grams of carbohydrate. Um, and that, you know, I don't think you have to be overly anal, but I do think it's a good idea to get protein-carb combination and hydrate after working out. So great comment, thank you. Um, so when it comes to calculating your needs, know what you weigh or go weigh yourself, see how many pounds you are. Um, usually you need to get that into kilograms and how you do that would be divide it by 2.2. For me, I weigh 122, I divide that by 2.2. That gives me 55, about 55 kilograms. 
And then what you'll want to do to calculate this is um, for for the average U.S. Department of Agriculture says that you for anybody over 19 men and women you need 0.8 um, grams per kilogram of body weight. So you could multiply that out for endurance athletes and weightlifters, those kind of people, folks, endurance athletes, we need one gram per um, per kilogram of body weight. So um, for me, my range, if you will, if some days maybe I'm not exercising as much or something, or if it's a lower volume part of my season. So I'll get anywhere from 44 to 55 grams a day. I am a big fan of my fitness pal. That's the way I track and calculate my needs. So if you're, that's a good place to go if you're not on there. Um, so I like to even divide it further. I have six to eight meals a day. So dividing that by six, my larger number, I would need about nine grams per meal. So that kind of helps you get a feel for how much you need. Um, with like, if I eat one egg, that's six grams right there. Um, if I have a cup of broccoli, that's three grams right there. Um, and that, you don't have to know all those details, but if you have my fitness palette calculates it for you, it tells you where you're at. Um, that's a good way. You definitely want to get enough protein. It's not usually hard to get enough. Um, but you, you have to be vigilant, look at it. And, and I think getting a better, better protein, you know, sources, um, another concern with protein is getting enough iron. Um, so the leafy greens, a darker usually does better with iron. Uh, of course you need iron, carry that oxygen. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, you'll, you know, calculate yours and see, see what yours is. See, and then, then track what you're having in a day and see how you compare because this information does you no good if you don't actually know where you're at and how to change that. Um, that would be, you know, my fitness pal, crack it. Um, you can connect with me on there. Just message me and I'll give you, can't remember, <laughs> but I have different names for everything I'm using. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. Um, and please, if you have something you want me to answer, I know we, we've got some other questions that have already come my way. We'll answer those, but if you can think of one, then send it to me on Twitter at Blonde Runner. And then I'll answer it in a periscope. I hope you guys are having a healthy day and continue having a healthy day. Thanks. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the blonde runner with an E and coach Laura Erickson. And that's L O R A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it. So you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends until next time. Live well. Thank you.